Tabletop Dragons Gaming Podcast. We eat sandwiches and play games. Tabletop Dragons Gaming Podcast. The podcast for everyone's taste. Hello everyone and welcome to yet another episode of Taste of Dragons, the Toddcast, the video game podcast that all you post credit scene watchers listen to. This week, you know what? We're going to be doing something different, y'all. <laughs> I know. Bum, bum, bum. We're going to be doing something different, mm-hmm. but we're going to have a very special episode for y'all this week. A bonus? A bonus episode. Ooh. So you know what? As always, my name is Brian. My name is Troy. I'm Amanda. I'm Lewis. I'm Hassel. And I'm Joe. And we also have a very special guest. The one, the only, I know her as Jembeeb. You all know her as Jembeeb, but her name is actually Genevieve. Yes, so excited. Singer, podcaster, Hassel, you got to introduce Genevieve, Genevieve to us over the summer, and we've just fallen in love with you in the chats on Twitch, and it's just been a, a gem of our weeks. And you also are part of an awesome podcast, The Diner Coffee Pod, uh, which I learned a lot about octopi. Yes, <laughs> yes. Oh, my goodness. That, the, it's a podcast where me and my longtime friend, Katie Verdi, uh, we just kind of nerd out about mostly science stuff, but also we've talked about why we do citations certain way, whether or not Dumbledore is a Dumbledore. Um, <laughs> zombie apocalypse. Zombie apocalypse, packs. yeah. And we're going to be starting our second season soon. So yeah. I'm excited to be here, you guys. Thank you for having me on. Thank you. Yeah, thank you for joining us. And if you guys want to tune into our podcast, we'll put a link to her uh, podcast in our description. That way it'll Hell make yeah. it easier for you guys. Thank Welcome. you. I'm so excited to be here. Welcome Long time to the listener, Thunderdome. first time caller. <laughs> Jembeeb of the Jembeeb of the week, Jembeeb. That's right. right. Yeah. Yes. World my, famous. My yep. fame uh, podcast me. fame. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm so excited to be here, guys. Thank you for having me on. Well, thanks for joining us. And you know what else is very special about this week? We are all in person. Including Hassel and Genevieve, oh, yeah. who are coming from New Jersey. Oh, oh, my God. oh yeah, just for this podcast. There is it. There's the so reason. much eye contact happening right now. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> much eye contact. Oh, 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 and oh, I am oh, definitely oh. not wearing a Hawaiian shirt because I'm on vacation. So, no. <laughs> definitely not. Not what you would do. I, I however, am. <laughs> I feel like the listeners can feel that, and that's important. Oh, it's absolutely. Important. It's extremely important, y'all. And oh, man, I can't believe it. We're all together. Yeah. We're all trying not still to still talk in the microphone and look at each other while not messing it up. It's 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 amazing. It's, we're it's, professionals though, so like we got it. We got right? it. Yeah. Like, we're all, we, we got it. But this means we can like talk over each other a little more, yeah. like humans do sometimes. If you could not, that would be awesome. Right. right. <laughs> don't do that though. We can do it, but don't. <laughs> right. Thank, thank you, producer right. Joe. Thank you so much. Right. Yeah, we, we can no longer blame it on a second delay. Yep. Oh, right. Gosh. Anymore. It's yeah. it's cool after such a long time having everyone at the table again in person, and it's yeah. also cool having this amount of people on a podcast, which we haven't done in a, in a good while very what long time seven right now There's seven right Ooh. now and as the cell would say we are vaxxed and waxed okay. vaxxed and waxed baby oh yeah my eyebrows are on fleek as <laughs> oh I said yeah three years ago hot boy summer wait hot. when i said va- what wait wax you did your eyebrows instead i did yeah i did oh man i, I went too far y'all <laughs> oh god so you do smooth. you so smooth amazingly uh, yeah. smooth yeah, I think seven people. This is officially a party. So uh, welcome, mm-hmm. everyone, to mm-hmm. the party. To the Taste right. of Dragon Ooh. Season 
to party. This is the after party. If, if last week was the finale, this is a little after party. Yeah. Yeah. This is the after credit scene. Exactly. There you oh, go. Yeah. I see what you did. Boom. Get it? Get it? Gotcha. You ready for an hour-long stinger? Yeah. <laughs> Enjoy. You're welcome, y'all. But you oh, know, yeah. I will still start this episode off with a question. Ooh. Okay. So, question of the week. Professor Oak comes up and lets you choose any Pokemon ever as your Pokemon, but... You can never catch another one again, and it won't fight. You know, it just oh. be your friend. Oh. It's just going right. to hang out. Right. You know. Okay. Okay. It's cool. So, like, how I wish Pokemon is. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. So, so what are y'all going to go with? For myself, I'm going to go with Vanillite, which is a one and a half foot tall ice cream cone. Are you, are you going to eat, eat the Pokemon? No. No. <laughs> Having an ice cream cone as your best friend. Lewis. He's gonna eat it. <laughs> He's totally gonna eat that. hundred percent. First, first yeah. chance. Wait, but like in lore, <laughs> does, does does vanillite melt? No, no. Vanilla, vanilla, it's a Pokemon. So does it taste like vanilla? Is not really ice cream then. No, it just well, looks just like ice cream. If you lick vanillite, does it taste like ice cream? That's a question for right. the guy that created. Vanillite and Pokemon. I, I, I know. Like yes. I know you're saying vanillite, but it sounds like you're saying vanilla ice, and I can't get that out of my head. I don't hey. want vanilla ice. As my vanilla. No, 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 no. I'm sorry. Nope. He'll fix up my home. Mm-hmm. That'll be nice. But no, that's not worth oh, it. Oh, is he now like a interior? <laughs> yeah, yeah. He flips houses. Oh wait, what? really? Yeah. Wait. Whoa. In this case, what is vanilla ice's evolution? Is it like Kid Rock? Ooh. Like, no, no, no. He, vanilla Ice is the final yeah, evolution. No, yeah, no, there's one Kid Rock yeah. is Got it. final form. <laughs> but what are you guys thinking about choosing to be your best friend Pokemon? I'll be basic. I'm just going to choose Eevee. Eevee seems like a mixture between a cat and a dog. I like and it. if they're not going to fight like and they're just going to be like cuddles, then like perfect. Perfect cuddle cat dog. Oh, man, you're so right. Right? Like yeah. 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 So I go Eevee. Nice. That's a good choice. That's a good choice. My my homie Poplio. Yeah. This little dog seal with like uh a, like a, I don't know, but it's like a it's like a weird a clown nose. Yeah, it's like goes yeah. around the neck, it's like a yeah. collar. Yeah. It's just fluffy. He's just the cutest. And 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 Poplio gets a lot of hate because he kind of resembles a clown. Yeah. But I, that just makes me love him more. <laughs> to be honest. I would go straight to far fetched. Yeah. Oh, I yes. would oh, live absolutely. with a far-fetched following me around mm-hmm. with a leak. I wouldn't mm-hmm. have to do anything but give somebody the eyes, and then he would give him the eyes, and then he would pop him with a leak. That's you, my best yeah. friend. You That's have my a, best friend. You have a best friend and a bodyguard. Right? <laughs> and and right. something to eat, a snack. But whoa, whoa. Why no you, one, why are you talking about the leak? Not the Pokemon. Brian. I don't want to eat that either. He's Brian. hitting people with it. Do not eat your pets. Don't eat your friends. Wait, but didn't Brian say that the Pokemon cannot Fight. Yes. Right. Uh, yeah. It wouldn't fight. It would just turn around. The giant leak would happen to hit the happen person. Happen to hit. Okay. Just no, so no, happen. He just, he just do violence. that thing where he gets the leak like hands from your face and then stops and then points at you. <laughs> ah, <laughs> Mad God, intimidation. Like it. Or like yeah. it, it's not fighting at your command. Like it will ah. defend itself because right. it's a, oh, yeah. it's a living, right. okay. living okay. thing. Okay. Okay. So just not fight at your. It's command. It's not like yeah, you're not throwing Attack. it out and like right. making yeah. it fight. You others. cannot reap a financial benefit off of your Pokemon. Right. Wait, that throws my entire pick out of the window. Oh, what you pick? What you going? So I, I'm thinking of it more of as a business. Like <laughs> I want it to have a Jigglypuff so that I could be Jigglypuff's manager. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. And I understand that she's going to be putting people to sleep. Right. And, and I get that. And then you're going to loot their bodies. Exactly. There it is. Oh, I was just, I, was, I thought you were going to like cure for insomnia. That's what I was thinking. Pay people to put, like, oh, okay. Boom. No, not no. at all. I'm, He's I'm, a no, thief. I'm booking her at like New York clubs everywhere and be like, hey, come check out this Pokemon. 
People are going to come by. They're going to fall asleep. I'm going to loot their body. I'm going to be rich. <laughs> I don't like this idea. <laughs> no, I'm not on board with this company. You do not get my investment money. <laughs> I need to take it back. You, you yeah, don't want to just choose Meowth that can literally like create coins money. out of thin air? Gold no. coins? No? Too easy? No. Too, right. too right. easy. Well, and also that. it's Inflation. like the uh, no face from Spirited Away. It's like oh yeah, he can create coins, but can he spend them? Oh, like leprechaun gold? Right. They yeah. exist yeah. and then they go What's away? What's the cost, you know? Yeah. For, also, yeah. What, if, what if gold like depreciates value? Like all of that stuff is gone. Yeah, Robin people doesn't depreciate value. You know, you know what doesn't depreciate value? Talent. Talent. <laughs> and, Jigglypuff, <laughs> and Jigglypuff's got it in spades. Um, Jigglypuff is talented. Yeah. So, okay. So for me, I've always loved Vulpix. Yeah, Vulpix Ooh. has always been, and actually Vulpix and Ninetales, yeah. but like I've always loved Vulpix and I feel like as a pet would be, I, I, I don't really want to think of her as being useful, um, <laughs> but like, listen, if there is a need to make a fire somewhere, I, I'm covered, but mostly I think Vulpix is just super, super cute. She'd be good for winter cuddles because I feel like she'd be very warm being yeah. a fire type. Oh, yeah. Yeah, a little like warm it. little one. So, yeah, That's Vulpix. Awesome. What yeah. about you, Lewis? Um, I I think I'd like to use a Pokemon or choose a Pokemon that would, I don't know, help me get around. So okay. either a Pokemon that has surf or a Pokemon that I could just literally ride on land, something like... Do you like, want to fly? Do you want to ride on land or, or water? I know that's or the wait. question. Probably land because I'll be on land the, the most. most. Yeah, additional oh, question. It, do you want to travel in a Pokemon's pouch? Because what is that? Genghis Khan. I don't want that because I feel like it'll just my, be my body bouncing around all the time and that doesn't sound like wait, fun there's seriously a brain. There's seriously a Pokemon called Genghis Khan? Yeah. 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 <laughs> that's like an O-Ridge, too. That's yeah, that's wow. an OG. I, I worry OG a bit Pokemon about what that Pokemon looks like. <laughs> Not like what you think. Just like okay. a, like a spiky kangaroo. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. 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 yeah. A giant That could go kangaroo. real bad real fast. <laughs> <It> was, <laughs> a lot of Pokemon's names are really ridiculous. They're really, and they're not yeah, when you think about them. At all. <laughs> okay. But it would probably honestly be an Entei because I could just ride nice. that dog line looking thing. Mm-hmm. And then you got a best mm-hmm. friend. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. See, look at that. That's Boom. true. Getting around everywhere. No more walking. And you'd never have to charge your phone. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I didn't think of that. Gotcha. Yeah. Like, would you have to park it somewhere? Like, can you just bring it into a Starbucks? You bring it in. Yeah. Okay. I guess in no one's going to stop you. In this world where we Who's going to stop? Right. It's an emotional yeah. support ente. It's an emotional support ente. I'll get a giant vest. Yeah. Okay. And if they say anything, just put them back in the Pokeball. Yeah. You know, yeah. when it backs back up, does it beep? Uh, important. Probably like. Yeah, that's what it is. Just its own name. Right. <laughs> what else would it do, right? Nothing right. Else. Only names. No. Awesome. I I'm that turned out way better than I think it would. <laughs> <laughs> All right. But you know what? Normally we would get into what game we play this week. Mm-hmm. But mm. I have another special question for you guys. Ooh, ooh, ooh. We haven't done this since I think the first episode. So, since it's kind of like a getting to know you episode, because uh, Lewis, you haven't been on forever. It's been a minute. <laughs> it's been a minute. I don't even know you anymore, man. I know. I've changed. I don't play video games. Your hair Hello. is much longer now. It is. What if your it's opinions are different? I know. Now I love term based games. <gasps> wow. Look Only. At that. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> does, wait, does it still bother you when like a character's like mouth doesn't match the voice? Nope. I only play it if they don't match. <laughs> and only pixel art. Only pixel art. I I shouldn't be able to see where their mouth is. I don't think this is Lewis. I think this is Lois. <laughs> oh. What's up? Lewis evil, is evil Lewis. Twin. What's up, Lo? 
What up, Lo? Hello. <laughs> And uh, we've never done it for Amanda or Hassel or Genevieve. So, you know what? Let, let's do this. Let's do this question. So, do you guys have like a game or a game series that has impacted you so much that like it is like stands above all the others? You know, like like a titan of your of your personal industry <laughs> when it comes to the video game world. Of, of my yes. personal corporation. Exactly. I like of myself as an industry. Yeah. <laughs> right? If businesses can be people, why can't people be businesses? Exactly. And business right. is booming. <laughs> uh, but yeah, what do, you, what do you guys think? What do you guys think? Um, you know, since we haven't heard from you ever, Manda, what, 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 what are you thinking of? Uh, if you are a fan of the podcast, then you already know my answer. And oh, if you're not sure. a fan of the podcast, I <laughs> am so excited to talk about this. All right. It is a struggle every week not to talk about uh, Dragon Age. There it is. There it is. <laughs> it's, uh, I've, I've played all of the Dragon Age video games. Uh, I've read a number of the Dragon Age novels. I own the Dragon Age comic books. And uh, it is one of my, my favorite video game franchises. I think... Um, the, the, the stories are um, really well written. Uh, I really enjoy the combat. I, I know this is controversial. I even enjoy Dragon Age 2. Don't at me. Uh, <laughs> the you can't Age be a community. fan of Varric and not like Dragon Age 2. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's fair. Um, but uh, it's probably the characters that do it for me. They mm-hmm. do, they, it's the same team that does Mass Effect, and the characters are so well written, um, especially like the, the romances and the, like, the male characters. I, I I like everything about it that's really difficult to talk about. Um, uh, but one of the things I think they do very well is I feel like either they understand women or they have women on staff so that their female characters feel a little bit more realistic. And when mm-hmm. you have relationships, even if they're not like romantic relationships, even if you just have friendships with characters, that the interactions with them feel better than a lot of other like games. more natural? They just, yeah. yeah. It was one of the first games that I had played where you could well one even choose to be a female character and if you were like the conversations meant something to me gotcha um uh and it's fantastic uh the next one's coming out and i'm gonna talk about it like forever uh, <laughs> yeah i had never excited. played a dragon age game before and and when the when dragon age inquisition the third game came out your passion for it made me get into that game and, and it wasn't just i'm gonna play this third game like i went and watched full playthroughs of those first two games made decisions did research I, it was i felt like i was back in college or something like that's how seriously <laughs> i was taking it making taking notes and everything and i had to do a little test before i could get into dragon age 3 to like bring all of my information and uh and save file things over which were which is a great addition and now i get it like i get it like that mm-hmm. game is robust just as you're saying and rich and alive i think that's what stands out to me about Dragon Age yeah. so much. And I know I'm biased, but if you haven't played the Dragon Age games, the old ones actually do, um, they, they do carry over really well. They hold up. So if you wanted to go back to play one, it's still a good game and the content's really good and the graphics are fine. So you could like start at the beginning. I'm not saying that you have to. I'm just saying that it is the best game that's ever been made. And if you're not playing it, like what are you doing with your video game time? <laughs> that's high praise. And just to let our audience know that as Manda began talking about Dragon Age, she moved everything out of her, her vicinity just in case she gesticulated enough to knock things over. And I think that that is really important to note. It is. It, it very much so. You created Let a shield. Move everything. A shield of safety around right. your enthusiasm. That is uh, Amanda of the future realizing that Amanda of the past has knocked over many a drink. And slammed many a table yes. while talking about Dragon, Dragon Age. Age. But what is your favorite Dragon Age from the franchise? 
Inquisition. Inquisition. It's the newest one. It's the longest say. one. Yeah. It has really good characters. They get they get better. I feel like every time they make a game. Yeah. Um, my favorite character though would probably be Alistair. Nice. And uh, what is Alistair's deal? Why does that one, uh, you gravitate to that one the most? One, I think they did something really unique with him, at least when the game came out, is mm-hmm. he was like, um, he was a romanceable character, but he was also rather innocent. Okay. Um, it was in the age where like uh, the the main character was always like this dark brooding guy or the sure, guy that was like, I don't edge. really care about you. And like the lady follows him around desperate. Yeah. He was like someone who was like vulnerable and sensitive and they did a really good job of writing him. Okay. He, I, I've talked about this moment on the podcast before, <laughs> but um, there was a scene where you get to make a choice. Um, uh, and and I, I did not anticipate how the choice would turn out. I'm not this person, but... Uh, <laughs> He looked at me after I had made a choice and said, um, of anyone, I thought that you would understand. And I stopped, turned off the game, restarted it because I was actually like very upset. He shamed you into (laughs) restarting the game. But that's how much I cared about this character was just like, I've disappointed you so much and I can't live with myself and I, I must change this. Yeah, you did something you could never do in real life. You, You started over. When you realized, oh, yeah. yes, yeah, that, that's awesome. In my, de- I, I mean, in, in my defense, I didn't think that he wanted to be king. I thought he wanted to not be king, and then by not supporting him, he would get to live his own life. Yeah, I didn't realize that he secretly wanted to be king, and he wasn't really talking about it. I think he could have been better at communicating, and right. it's not really my fault. But- I love that you're still processing this. I was what we're going through this grieving process. <laughs> right, yeah. that game's like twelve years older or twelve it's, years ago. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it's been it a while. Is. You're like, where's your "Just Can't Wait to Be King" Come song, on. man? Come on. <laughs> Give me something. But I think I think that just speaks to the quality of the game is that he was a complex person and I didn't feel like he wouldn't have said that. Yeah. It, 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 that ha- having that moment felt very real. Both both of <laughs> both of the endings. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> great. Uh great. Uh, then what about you Troy? I uh for the longest time like my favorite uh franchise was uh Legend of Zelda and my favorite game was Link to the Past because it was just the first game I got to f- feel like I was part of a different world yeah um but that has changed since <laughs> since then and it was up dun, until dun, about dun. four years ago when a game came out that I is a game in a genre that I would never play I was just not interested in this type of uh a platform and uh it has literally changed my entire gaming like perspective and it is 2016's Overwatch yeah the big team-based multiplayer First person shooter? I'm not a Weird. first person shooter guy. I like the indie games. I like the story driven games. I like the choose your own adventure stuff. You like the cry games. I like the cry cry games. And and this <laughs> and I remember when I got introduced to Overwatch, uh, a friend of mine, uh, my roommate at the time, um, they were like, "Hey, I want to play this first person shooter. I think you'll like it." And I'm like, "Get out of here! Nope, not my bag." <laughs> and he like, just watch this video on YouTube. And it was a short of this scientist, anthropomorphic uh, ape. And it was like this really touching, like Pixar-esque little tale. It was like five minutes long. It showed the origin of the story and then a moment in this character's life where he really had to struggle and make choices. And after five minutes, I was like teary-eyed and hooked. And I was like, what? is this game this is not a just a first person shooter what's going on and then once i got into it i played it like i would any other game just gave it its rounds had some fun and then i was like all right i'll have fun and move on 
I have not moved <laughs> on. <laughs> yeah. Every single one of these characters, and there's like 20 characters right now, has a very interesting story that is supplemented by out-of-game material and media, whether it's comic books or shorts or, or short stories. Um, and, and then on top of that, the gameplay is one of those never-ending games. It's not a game you beat. It's not a game that you, you will see credits. And I find myself going into these different matches and just loving the game design, what the developers have have put into this game to allow me and my friends to work together and solve problems on the fly and laugh and 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 you know rib each other and just have like really unique uh, moments that feel new every time I play. And I can't believe that I played probably thousands of hours of this game i say probably but it's not probably i have um and and still it feels fresh every time i every time i play i remember when you started playing because uh they were describing the game to you and it's like it's a first person shooter and you're like i don't know maybe i'll try it and he was like what's the story like and there, there is no story yeah and for troy to play a game that was like oh there there is nothing and it was like what what do you mean? That, what's the point of playing if there is no story? And that definitely is something that make over makes Overwatch unique in that the story you get out of the game, you get it on the internet, you get yes. it on YouTube, which is just very different. It was clever. It was very. It was a great way to just consume a product because I felt like it was everywhere. It wasn't just in mm-hmm. like my 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 PlayStation. Yeah, they took what could have been just you know generic characters, like most of these games are. They just throw a whole bunch of different unique characters into a game and then, you know, all right, make your own story. They actually put the time in and did all of this. And I think that got a lot of people to play. I know I got Joe involved in it because I showed her the shorts. I showed her one of them. Um, And then I was like, hey, I'm buying tickets to a movie theater because they're doing an Overwatch event before it comes out. It was so And they showed all of their shorts that they ever made up to that that point because it was uh, right before it released. And so they showed all of those. And I think it was like, you know, 20 minutes long. They did like four or five of them. And then they actually had the developers on talking about the game. And I think it lasted for what, about an hour, hour and a half? About an hour, hour and a half. But hearing them be so passionate about yes. what they had created and hearing them kind of give you more tidbits of story and why they design things, why different characters are from different parts of the world. And I felt I felt like it was like, wow, this game is kind of like it's a little bit of everything for everybody. Yeah. Like you don't have mm-hmm. to just be from one place. Like you could really get behind the character from like you could live in the town that that character is from. I thought it was so cool. That developer relationship, I think, is one of the reasons why I have uh, latched onto this game so much because they're so open to talking about their process and giving you updates to the game that I feel like I'm watching this game grow and instead of a game like like you know let my my old favorite game legend of zelda link to the past where they gave you a game i played it and that was the end of our relationship i feel like i'm part of this community that's growing like month to month as the game gets changed and iterated on and and becomes bigger like I've never been on that journey before. I know some of you who play massive multiplayer online games where you're they're constantly coming up with expansions and it's growing. You yeah, have that yeah. vibe. I've never experienced that before Overwatch and I it it's alive. Yeah. <laughs> it, feels, <laughs> it feels like it's constantly changing and growing and like I don't see myself stopping. No, especially now ever. with Overwatch 2 coming out. Come on. Right, exactly. <laughs> I'm just I'm just hooked. And I get to hang out with friends. My roommate, who I talked about, who showed me this, he moved away to New York and like we were like besties. Like he was he was in my wedding right to my left. Yeah. <laughs> um and the fact that he can move away and we still have this thing that we can both play two to three times a week uh, you know at that time is just wonderful it's just a, a lovely platform to c- continue uh friendships it is and then not just that also we all have our own you know individual friend groups and mm-hmm. but we realize that each one of our friend groups has people in it 
that play this game. Right. And so we have an Overwatch chat that yeah. we just include new people in on. And now those people become friends with everybody else. And it's it's wild. Right. Like, we met somebody in Philadelphia. Like, yeah. literally met somebody from Philadelphia. And, and now we talk to them daily or daily. weekly. Yeah. Weekly, not daily. So. Yeah. Um, and, you know, people all over the world. And we have somebody who's in uh, the Middle East as well. Yeah. Yeah. And, <laughs> and, you know, and then people have moved away. They used to live here and they moved away. But we still chat with them yeah. on a weekly basis. And I think that's a, a beautiful thing. Yeah. Overwatch, yo. Definitely. Close to my heart. <laughs> Thank you so much there, Troy. And then Hassel, we have never heard this from you. What do yeah, you got? Yeah, it, guys, it's it's super boring. I'm I'm gonna talk about metal. No, I'm kidding. I'm gonna <laughs> talk about metal Gear solid. Um, so I I you know I've thought about this question for a couple of days now because uh, little secret, guys. Uh, we knew about this question a couple of days ago when we had our meeting, right? <laughs> so I've been, I've been thinking about it for a while. I actually didn't really know whether Metal Gear Solid was the the like the 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 series that got me to think about video games differently because it's so story driven. Yeah. But there is like, I'm gonna go ahead and talk about the game that was just essentially welcoming to me, right? Mm-hmm. When you're younger and you come to this country and you you get your first system, you don't speak the language. There's very little that I can do by looking at a screen like, you know, Legend of Zelda or Mario. I didn't really know what I was doing, right? I got the hmm. gist of, hey, I got to jump. I got to hit this thing. I didn't get any of that story because I didn't speak the language. Any of that sweet, sweet Mario lore. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> like, why is the princess at the castle? Why am I jumping? <laughs> right. <laughs> I wanted to know. Motivation. <laughs> I wanted to know why I was stomping on these turtles. Those question blocks hit deep. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> what do they say? <laughs> but you know what's the same everywhere you go? What? Sports. Hey. hey. So why did I say that like that? Why, <laughs> why did I turn into like the Foz? Hey. <laughs> hey. That's like my, I heard of them sports. Someone said sports. Hey. Hey. Okay, let's talk about the sports. So that shows what sports people we are. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I I almost immediately turned off the mic and walked away, but I just realized that I cannot turn off the mic. Joe has that power. So yeah, I remember getting my first system, and with my first system, I got the classics like Mario. I got I I believe I got the Lion King game with that, and then my parents got me a soccer game, and I cannot remember for the life of me what that soccer game was, and it wasn't until I got the PlayStation that I actually bought. Uh, FIFA and I if I'm not mistaken I think it was FIFA 97 or 98 Mm -hmm. at the time but FIFA games have changed the way that I interact with video games like they hit the competitive side that I've always had and it's been something so familiar to me that I've been able to go from one system to another knowing exactly where I stand with the FIFA games it also helps that they haven't changed in like literally twenty years. <laughs> so like they stay pretty much the same. They just look better. Right. Soccer yeah. is soccer. soccer exactly. Sorry, sorry. Yeah. Football, football is football. Football is football. <laughs> Anywhere you go, right? Consistency is key. I've always said that. Right, uh, but uh, and as someone who you know only knew soccer, it was interesting finding other sports games like, you know, baseball, basketball, football. Like all of these sports games, I I started kind of like getting the gist of it and you know, having friends that would want to go ahead and play with them and stuff like that. So yeah, story was very important to me later on in my life once I, you know, learned the language and I started experiencing all of these like great games like Metal Gear Solid, like A Legend of Zelda, even though I only played a couple of them. Don't tell anybody. (laughs) Um, We won't. 
Um, but I mean, oh, this is going to be rough. All of this competition and all of this love for these sport games culminated with a trip I took in early 2017 to come see my friends down here in South Florida. Mm -hmm. I did not have a PS3 at the time, or I think it might've been a PS4 at the time. Mm -hmm. And I came to Troy and our good friend's apartment, right? The right. same roommate you're talking about. And I saw you oh. guys play a game on the TV and I was like, what is this RC car game <laughs> with a soccer ball that you guys are playing? And so nonchalantly, you guys go, it's Rocket League. You've never played it? And I go, no. And literally 20 minutes later, I, it, might not, it might not not been 20 minutes later. It might have been two hours later. I placed an order for a PS4 to be delivered at my apartment. And I was like, I need this game. Damn, Hassel, you baited us with that. You took us on this journey of, yeah. of sports. And no, I first. knew. I knew the moment. I knew the moment that Hassel opened his mouth. I said, Rocket League is coming for me. Rocket League is coming. Right, just, and then I here I am like, yes, Metal Gear. Oh, right, FIFA. Oh, that is. Wait a second. This is Rocket League. <laughs> when you go, oh, man, this is hard for me. I was like, all right. Yeah. We're hooked. Here we go. No, I, have to, I have to tell you guys what that journey was because Rocket League, Essentially, like, you know, I've been away from our core friend group for seven years now, yeah. almost eight wow, years. Wow, yeah. Uh, and if there is one thing that has kind of like kept, you know, our friendships going have been video games. Um, so we're talking about Rocket League. We're talking about Animal Crossing. We're talking right. about all of these games that I've been able to connect yeah. with you guys. On. It's a passion that we can both engage in. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Actively. And it's a passion where I am. Got really good at it. <laughs> I have no idea how, but I got really good at it. And it's that because you play it <laughs> <laughs> all the time. Jeff, babe, you and I need to go out for drinks. <laughs> and just between, let Troy play Overwatch. Between so Overwatch and Rocket League, we'll start a we'll start a group. Yeah. Start start a group where it's just like hang out while our boy, our boyfriends play or our husband in, in Amanda's case play the these like games um but going back to it sports games is where my comfort is right right because yeah. rocket league is still a sports game it is yes. yeah and genevieve and i are on vacation right now mm -hmm. and what did i do today i i brought my ps5 on vacation because you know you have to professional exactly. what are you yeah professional Please, anywhere i go yeah. ps5 you you can take the gamer away from their system but you can't take the system away from the no, gamer. never right <laughs> um so i i i booted up my MLB 21 the show and I spent literally an hour in the creative player yep. because oh my god <laughs> does that game let you everything from about the player you can change how big is your forehead you can change that how big is your jaw you can change that it's the Skyrim of baseball exactly <laughs> hey you don't like the thickness of your neck hey here's 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 a level bar that you could go ahead and choose the thickness of your neck never thick enough <laughs> Never thick enough. True. You want thunder thighs? Do it. Do it. Um, so yeah, like sports games are my comfort, and that's okay. those are the games that have shaped the kind of gamer that I am. Beautiful. Yeah. Uh, what's your favorite character for this? <laughs> <laughs> what's my? What's your favorite, your favorite Rocket League character? Your favorite fictional character from MLB <laughs> <laughs> that you've made? <laughs> Blaze Dawkins, first baseman, twins. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> I didn't forget to ask that you, uh, Troy. Uh, who's your favorite Overwatch character? It's, it's Winston, the, the character that kind of okay. made me fall in love with the oh, franchise. Okay. This beautiful uh, monkey scientist who's just lovable and smart. Oh, yeah. I don't see you play him much anymore. He's mm-hmm. uh, I play him a lot. I know you play him a Bud. lot. I haven't seen you play him You don't have much. to play someone in order for it to be your favorite. Right. I don't know, man. <laughs> we'll, we'll play some. I'll, I'll show you. I still, uh, yeah. Whenever I can, I'll jump in. <laughs> oh, thank you so much there, Hassel. And then Genevieve. We haven't heard from you, and yeah. I'd love to hear anything. Anything. <laughs> I, like, yeah. like, I would just love because you we, we've Let's never had you on here before. Let's start my wiki. We're starting my Taste of Dragons yes, Wikipedia we are. page for today. <laughs> uh, it's, it's tough because I have, a, I have an interesting relationship with the concept of video games because mm-hmm. I didn't realize until uh, I had started dating Hassel and started getting to you, know you guys that, like, I actually game a lot. Like, I didn't, <laughs> I really thought that I wasn't a gamer at all. And then I was like, oh, no, I I actually am either involved in the community somehow or I like, I play a lot of mobile games. When I was a kid, my dad always got me a console. So, like, I I actually played a lot of video games. I just, like, was trained to think that I didn't, I guess. And mm-hmm. I think part of it, too, is that I'm not an intuitive gamer. Like, I... I'm not very good at strategy games that are on on the fly, right? So I actually like love like turn games yeah. just because I get time to think and I get time to like mm-hmm. look at the board and like breathe. So I I really never I for a long time I thought I didn't do video games. Um but the video game series that brought me back in a real like way other than just listening to your guys podcast was when I was in college, I had a 3DS and I was playing lots of Harvest Moon and Animal Crossing, which <laughs> oh, Harvest yeah. Moon is a, a big a love of mine, but and did not necessarily shape me okay. as a gamer. But whoa, I could talk about Harvest Moon all the time. <laughs> but no, it was I was just looking up RPG games because I was like, you know, I love I, I used to do role playing in forums. I made a lot of friends through uh, doing uh, guilds and stuff like that mm-hmm. online. Um, so I was I was like, let me try this. And so uh, at the time, Fire Emblem Awakening came out and I was so taken aback by how beautiful the opening credit sequence was. I mean, like. It is, if you haven't seen it, and a lot of Fire Emblem lovers do not like this game, um, but uh, I was so in love with the artwork that I bought it instantly, and I actually really loved Fire Emblem Awakening. It has all these things. Um, Tro- Troy and I like sad games. Um, there's a lot of sad elements in it, um, and there's, I mean, there's the things that I love in, like, Harvest Moon, which is, like, you can marry people together, and, like, they have little, and in Fire Emblem awakening there are they have children and that's a huge part of the story whoa yeah oh i love fire emblem awakening it again like (laughs) i'm getting ahead of myself so okay so i i played this in college and i remember uh similar to your dragon age that like you made a decision and it actually like ruin like (laughs) something bad happens because of it that happened to me with fire emblem awakening and it was at the end of the game that basically i chose something that made everyone like that chose something that made spoilers. This game came out like 10 years ago. I think we're okay. (laughs) But basically you got to choose whether you don't want to die or you do. 
in order oh. to save the world. Whoa. Spoiler and alert. So, okay. well, that's why it is a spoiler. Um, but basically, I chose, well, I'll, I'll kill myself in order to save the planet and the world. And it's not a happy ending. Like, oh. You would think, oh, then everyone's okay. No, no, like, basically, if you choose not to kill yourself, like, you... They figure it out. Like, <laughs> oh no! Like it maybe, which changes you. Hey, rely on your friends. Like, rely. Right. You know, yeah, you don't have yeah. to take everything on it's yourself. Not all on you. But um, and I also love Crom. Like, anyway, big, and he's played by Matt Mercer. So like, uh, incredible. Oh, it was it was voiced really? by Matt Mercer. Oh, yeah. Awesome. yeah. Um. So okay. So that's how I got into Fire Emblem. And then I, uh, the first and only con that I went to, I went with a group of people who did. Fire Emblem. We went as a Fire Emblem cosplay group. Yeah. So like that was another way that I got to like get into this video game culture uh, through Fire Emblem. And so then I've always bought the new Fire Emblem games, and uh, they're pretty much all the same. Like if you've watched Brian David Gilbert's thing about Fire Emblem characters, it's basically all the same story <laughs> over and over and over. Um, but I I love it, and I think that it, they just get more. The artwork gets more and more beautiful, and there's awesome some music and stuff like that. So, yeah, I've always really loved Fire Emblem, but second favorite would be any Harvest Moon game. <laughs> do, do you play with Permadeath? So, yeah, I um, with with Permadeath, I, I, I have a process. So the first time I play, I actually don't do Permadeath. I will play it on, like, normal or hard, though, just to, like, get a feel for the mechanics again. But one of the main things that I love about Fire Emblem is that you have the relationships, very similar to the things I love about Harvest Moon. Um, so uh, you get to have relationships, but it's not just relationships with your character. You're building relationships with tertiary and secondary characters. Mm -hmm. So when you have permadeath, uh, you don't get to experience those kind of side yeah, conversations. They're just, they're just gone. They're gone. They're dead. Yeah. So what I like to do is I'll play through once and try to get as much of the relationships as I can. And then I'll go back through it again and I'll play it with permadeath so that I get more of that Would you ever element. try? doing that permadeath first because because I feel like that, that would bring a lot of tension. I, I, I've only played one Fire Emblem game and I definitely did not have permadeath on. I could not handle <laughs> yeah, it. I yeah, I mean, it's it, it's a toughie. Um, so I actually started playing the OG Fire Emblem, which was available on, on the Switch nice. Nintendo store. You don't get an option. Oh. You, it's oh. only permadeath. Yeah. Wow. Um, and actually what is so fun about it mm -hmm. is that you actually have to have some characters die in order to get other ones. Oh. So you actually go, okay, I have like four uh, Cavaliers. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to get rid of two. So you just like let them die. There's no like, hey, here's your pension. Here's your, nope. here's they, your retirement money. <laughs> here's your nest egg. Thank happen. you for your time. Exactly. Gosh. So like, yeah, you have to... Um, they have to die in order for you to get okay, other go characters. Go look over that bush over there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here's your retirement plan. It's and, a coffin. And it, <laughs> and it doesn't even, sometimes it doesn't even matter who dies. Like there was this one, um, and she wasn't really that great of a character. It was just that in order to get another character later, you needed her. So uh, the Cain and Abel have been in almost every iteration of the game. I just killed Abel. I think I kill Abel all the time, to be honest. Um, classic. You're, classic. You're biblical. I like being biblical, yeah. I like such keeping, a, such I'm a an more girl at heart, you know. Um, but yeah, so I, I started playing that. It's not, 
I am definitely a graphics girl. Like I love seeing really pretty yeah, like cutscenes. Sure yeah, thing. so love that it. can be the that's the challenging part of the original <laughs> Fire Emblems. Um, and I I used to know a guy who like was really into the original ones, and I would play them to like be like oh friendship, and uh, I <laughs> like that. You know mm-hmm. the way that you do with friends, mm-hmm. and um. I like was so bored because the game is not (laughs) and he was like he was like oh but it's like you know it's like real government and politics and stuff like I'm like no 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 this is all silly made of goop de doop stuff (laughs) like I you know I want the magic I want seeing you know so I really liked Awakening Um, and then Three Houses is the most recent one that came out Um, and that one's fun because there's some gay stuff in it which Mm -hmm. I love me some gay stuff Um, High Pride Month Um, (laughs) oh yeah but you know uh and it's one of the rare instances where the uh, female gay experience is way better than the male experience in this mm-hmm. particular game because there's like two or three uh, male gay options uh, and only one of them is like slightly interesting. The rest of them, you're like, oh, no. Oh, <laughs> this is like like one's an older guy, like uh, one of the teachers. And you're like, problematic and then the other guy is a guy who sleeps all the time and you're like so they're like two not very attractive kind of guys but then on the the female side two of them one of them she's like this opera singer uh who's like really beautiful and all she wants to do is get married for money which i really resonate with um jk uh as she looks at me jk but uh the other one is edelgar who is one of the main three characters and she's like oh my god she's like slightly evil slightly not evil like this weird mysterious character and she has purple eyes and white hair and you're like okay all right um so she like, carries a giant battle axe oh and she's just Perfect. like the coolest character the so best like, character yeah absolutely by far so um so that's really fun too is that like as they're trying to navigate uh, and they being like the video game industry, especially in Japan, trying to navigate like including LGBTQ anything into their media. Fire Emblem's always kind of been try like on the mm-hmm. edge of trying to do it. Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah. And I yeah. So Fire Emblem is mine. Okay, and then what's your favorite character? I think is is it Crum or who's your favorite character in in, in Fire Emblems? Um, I actually, my favorite character and the one that I cosplayed as is Anna, who is the merchant who sometimes you can play as her and she's always like trying to make a deal. Like she's always <laughs> like, I'm going to make money and like you can marry her. I don't know if you can marry her in three houses. I think that's like a special thing that okay. you have to do. But um, if on Awakening, I think you can, you can marry her. And it's literally like, she's like, I just love money. Money's great. Money, 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 money. And they're like, and then you get married. And that's it. That's really so yeah, Anna, I think is my favorite one. Awesome. All right. And then you know what? I'll go next. Everybody knows what it is. It's Final Fantasy. Like, let's let's just get it out of the way. What? I know, I know. No everybody's, everybody's mind is blown. It's so unique and different. It is. It is. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I've been studying, okay? This is what everybody likes. Well, <laughs> that's the one with all the Disney characters, right? Yes, yes. Perfect. That's Brian, I do have to let you know that I did have one Final Fantasy game. It was Final Fantasy VII. Yeah. Apparently one of the best ones. It is. And I had lent it to my neighbor okay uh who moved to florida <gasps> with it oh 
It's and what, so I never played it. It's yeah. one of the only reasons why we're here. Yeah, <laughs> so Brian, I have Hunting a question for you. <laughs> Do you we're know someone by the name of Seth? <laughs> did uh, you Brian, guess what? Brian, did you used to live next door to Jempe? Did you change Uh-oh. your name and your identity? <laughs> I mean... <laughs> Uh, what was that, Pepper? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, I'm sad you didn't get to play Final Fantasy VII because yes, that is my favorite of all of them. Final Fantasy VII, and actually, Final Fantasy VII remake is, especially where it's going, is a very close second at this point. Um, those games, you know, shape me. I've talked about it. I think on so many of these different episodes, probably like. Half as many as Dragon Age, but I've got <laughs> literally twice as many. I mean, like I don't mention Dragon Age nearly as nearly, much. Nearly, yeah. as he talks about Final Fantasy. Yeah. <laughs> but I've actually played them all. Um, I've 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 enjoyed every single one of them, all the way from one to uh, to Final Fantasy fifteen. They all have their own unique combat system, their own unique side mechanics. Uh, their own unique characters, um, and even the ones that that kind of show up in in multiple games, like Sid. There's a Sid in every single Final Fantasy game, but they're so all cool. different. Some of them are main characters, some of them are tertiary characters, some of them are throwaway characters. Um, and I love what they do with it and where they take it. Uh, even the ones that I didn't play when it first came out, Final Fantasy twelve, um, just because I didn't like the systems. That one I went back and I played last year or two years ago and that one i enjoyed the heck out of the second time around um it's still not my my favorite one but i still (laughs) enjoyed it a lot more than i did the first time around uh what 10 15 years later what is it about the final fantasies that key you in because it's it's not a franchise that each each game is like its own game by itself they don't cross over characters its own story its own characters all that so like what what is it about the franchise that's I guess connecting it all for you that makes you like it as a whole. I, I I like to see where they take it, where they where they go with the story, where they go with the systems. Um, just because no two systems are the same mm-hmm. in any of them, and so I like seeing that, and I also like seeing where they push the boundaries because every single one of them pushes the boundaries as far as yeah. graphics go, as Price far as yeah, really something do. they've never you've never even seen before in a video game. Um, and that's why I keep coming back to him. Even Final Fantasy 15, which is beautiful, mm-hmm. um, it has has new things. You can teleport all over the place, which is extremely weird. <laughs> and it's and it was you know real time combat for the most part. But you have you have teleportation and a car. Yep. Yeah. Doesn't yep. that make the car obsolete? No, you can you, only teleport in you, combat. It makes it stylish. Oh, I thought you were going to say you could only teleport in the car. Front <laughs> <laughs> yeah. no, seat. Drive seat. 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 <laughs> <laughs> hey, listen, your best friends can't do it. And that's all about the all right. journey all right. with your best friends. All right? Yeah, yeah. and the car's got sweet tunes. It's a bro, it does. It's a bro okay. game. Okay. It's, it's an absolute bro game. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I love all of them, and especially Final Fantasy VII. Growing up, like many people, many uh, many fellow nerds out there, uh, grew up with this game, and and it was the first 3D Final Fantasy, and it had just the the right amount of story, the angst, the uh, the characters, the way that they all looked. Um, they all had a unique spin on all of their characters as well. And I love that, that 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 for us, Brian. When that game came out, we were like teenagers. Yes. So uh, the idea that we were all unwrapping this super convoluted story that no one could understand except <laughs> anyone else who was playing this game was something that kind of 
uh, made friendships yeah. by itself. <laughs> and also the fact that this is, you know, before internet as we know it today, where there were mysteries about the game that that you had to talk to your friends about. I went to this part of the world and I found this this ruby red dragon, or I, I went over to this side and and I found this power up. Like you just didn't know these things, and we kind of relied on each other to to figure this out, which which was a uh, also a great a great moment in time for for Final Fantasy VII for me. Oh oh yeah, uh, even even if you bought the guide, the guide itself had things in it that were either wrong. Oh or they gosh. just didn't have everything in it. Get your money back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if memory serves me right, it was ill-translated as well. Like yes. The translation well, yeah. Final was Fantasy like, VII Ugh. itself, um, the translation was all done by one person Whoa, who what? had like God six bless. weeks to do one? all wow. of this. Okay. Holy. That is a and moment. And I guarantee you they were an intern. <laughs> <laughs> That's a moment in gaming history I would like to revisit um, yeah. in future episode. Jeez. Yeah, I, th- I think um, somebody on Kotaku, I, th- I forget what his name is, um, he did a huge deep dive because he's, he's uh, bilingual, he's Japanese, English, um, and he went through like so much of it. I think he did like seven or six. I think it probably was seven because that makes sense. Uh, like hour long things on it. And and it was just explaining the differences between the two. And you would just never realize it if you didn't know. Because one guy was doing the translation. Yeah. That's why. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like good enough. Next next page. You know? <laughs> uh, but yeah, Final Fantasy is, is my wait, jam. Wait, I have an important and, question. Yes. Important question. Why... Is the series called Final Fantasy? Because the very first one was going to be... If, they, if this one didn't make it, they were going to just shutter the everything. It was their Hail Mary. It was it their Hail Mary. Hail Mary. Yes, exactly. <laughs> one, two, and six. If this game doesn't make, the studio is closing down. Also, Brian, so tell us why your favorite character is Sephiroth. <laughs> <laughs> Sephiroth! Uh, the hair or the, a chocobo it's the hair come on come follow on follow up follow up question um is there a finite amount of fantasies i mean if there was there would be no more books that's the mm, fantasy part yes gotcha. <laughs> uh but yeah my my favorite character is is probably uh, is probably sephiroth but like deep down it's probably sid from final fantasy 7 he was just like Oh, the mechanic. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. The dude who, who the pilot. I'm sorry, he was yeah, a pilot. He was, yeah, he was an astronaut actually, a potential astronaut. Gosh, I'm all types of wrong over yeah, here. Yeah, wow, <laughs> sorry, Sid. I really mechanic, undercut you there. Pilot, <laughs> in, the, in this one, he was a raccoon. <laughs> <laughs> gotcha. Okay. Yeah, exactly. But I love it. The games are great. Can't wait for the next one, huh? I cannot, <laughs> yeah. especially because it's being done by the guy who revived 14. Oof. It looks so good. It looks so amazing. Looks For a so second, good. I thought you were going to go, it's being done by the same guy who had to translate it in six weeks. <laughs> <laughs> it did. It did. And uh, I was going to go, what? Uh, him and the guy who had to come up with uh, Kingdom Hearts 3 story. Oh, um, my that, God. That's who it's run by. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> Love it. Yeah. So that was me. And then Lewis. We haven't heard from you in months. Months, sir. Where are you um, at? You know, speak of the devil, because uh, even though I don't really like the, how the franchise has turned out, um, the game that I am choosing is Kingdom Hearts. <laughs> oh, really? I didn't see that coming. I did not, because no. I just yeah. made fun of it. I know. <laughs> not, I know. Not Last of Us? No, Last of Us is good, and it has, I mean, it hasn't, I mean, it's changed the way I looked at narrative, but Kingdom Hearts was the first massive game, story-based game that was that big that I ever played. And I had never played a 
I guess uh, technically I have because the majority of Nintendo 64 games are Japanese, but I'd never played a Japanese role-playing game, which Kingdom Hearts is. Yeah. Um, I think, right? Am I right? Oh, yeah. No, cool. I, 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 <laughs> as, as Japanese RPGs you can get. Yes. Um, and I remember when I first played that game, because I got it when it first came out, and that opening happened, sung by Yutara Hikaru, and that song just, like, destroyed me as a little kid. Just, like, <laughs> jam into simple and, and clean. <laughs> <laughs> just jam into simple and clean. Like, oh, my God, look at those graphics. I'd never seen graphics that look like that, because I'd never touched final fantasy in any mm-hmm. way so for yeah. me this was like my final fantasy i'm like yeah. i've never seen a game that looks like people what is this people game <laughs> <laughs> um and uh yeah yes super it, it was very convoluted it was the story was all over the place but i understood it for the most part and then okay. with kingdom hearts 2 i still understood it for the most part and then after that i just it, it got lost on me but the game changed the way i looked at big world and large casts of characters um and uh also it made me for a kid that i guess i've never really loved disney but that game made me love that side of disney (laughs) (laughs) yeah that's i'm like i'm like is this what disney does give me more of this disney and then they told me no we don't really do that sorry just just that game series but Never there's again. a lot of games in that series, so... <laughs> yeah, but I didn't play most of them because... Stop it. Because <laughs> <laughs> Kingdom Hearts 1, Kingdom Hearts 2, they have a secret, like two secret endings in Kingdom Hearts 2. And then 10, 12 years later, Kingdom Hearts 3. There's a Get lot of, out of here. That's because you didn't play the interim games. Yeah, there's a lot of yeah. games. Was, was it because there was birth after sleep? Or was it because there was 365, <laughs> but divided yeah, by two? All the, what is it? <laughs> all the games, in, a lot of the games in between were like filler or like prequel stuff. And I'm like, yeah. you're just doing it for money. Where they, and where I they feel messed, it, Disney. Where they messed up is that it, they weren't filler. Is that they all were integral to the story, which just made the story more confusing if you didn't play them all. Which and th- is they did them like, just on multiple yeah. different systems, yeah. Yeah. never on yeah, one it's thing. It's like hard. How do you? No, I'm a child. What is wrong with you? <laughs> I, can't, I can't get all of these systems in games. Come I'm on. A, I'm like, what is wrong with you? Maybe maybe that's what they were thinking. They're like, oh, you're a child. You won't for, care. For maybe the, for the your favorite game and the game that shaped you, you have a lot of criticism. <laughs> oh yeah, because after Kingdom Hearts two, they just like. S- 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 Stuck a bucket in the corner and just went to town. I don't know. Wait, what? Um, is that, okay, is that, so that, you know the phrase. You yeah. know the phrase. You know what you I stick mean. Stick it in a bucket and you go to town. Yeah. You know, you definitely know that idiom. Come on. You know that idiom. It's you so know. common. Yeah. <laughs> but like, because it, it, no, is it my favorite game? No, is it a game that changed the way I looked at video games and storytelling? One hundred percent, probably awesome. the first. Yeah, um, and it was challenging storytelling too. It, yeah, it, it was difficult. You. It wasn't easy. I yeah. remember playing the first game, and it took me a long time to beat it—a mm-hmm. very long time. Mm-hmm. And there were like secret bosses yes. that I didn't know about until after I beat the game, and that I loved to you know, play. One right. of those secret bosses. <laughs> <laughs> a secret boss that they bring back that. I think they brought back in all three main games. I mean, why not? Except why not? not the third one, I don't think. How can you not? No, with that hair? Not the third one. With that hair? You know what? Not the third one, because uh, why Why do we do something people love? Let's just ruin it. Um, well, you know, <laughs> you can take the Sephiroth out of the bucket, but, but you, you can't, can't take, take the bucket <laughs> out of the corner. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. There it is. Also, but, common idiom. Common idiom. Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. 
but that that old adage (laughs) that game just you know it it made me realize i'm like oh wow this is really really different and this is really fun and um that's awesome yeah i mean and the music was also just fantastic it was simple and clean it was, yeah. <laughs> what that music was and i always every time a kingdom hearts main game came out i would always wait for that intro by yutada hikaru and that outro by her as well and she did it for kingdom hearts 3 i'm like is she coming back for the third one and she did i'm like best part of the video game because that video <laughs> game nice. is trash but I her look, songs i look forward to finishing that franchise because i i yeah. feel like i might i may enjoy that last game if i play like all of them which Maybe. is a big ask it's yeah, very it's easy ask. i didn't die once i yeah. was very disappointed you know, that might be the Final Fantasy. That's, that's, <laughs> we found it. We found it. We everyone. did. We did. It was there we, the whole time. I think we might have found it, guys. There's, yeah. there's so many games. Troy's Kingdom Hearts journey, uh, I think, started in uh, like the second half of 2019. That's fact. That is a fact. <laughs> yeah, it, it is. And it still hasn't finished. Nope. Yeah, it, I burned out. It was too yeah. much Kingdom Hearts too too quickly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. they made a mistake. <laughs> and they made too many theory. games. Yeah, that's <laughs> too many a- games in one story. That, that was also one of the uh, the franchise games in it. Kingdom Hearts to to Kingdom to Furious. Two King- exactly. <laughs> I thought yep. you meant so, Kingdom Hearts too many games. Yeah. <laughs> so many. I heard that. I heard. Realize all of it is happening on Dwayne the Rock Johnson's eyeball. Yeah. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I heard that yeah. one's about family though. So. Just, <laughs> yeah. yeah. First, the first one about family. Always. Oh, well, but yeah. one parent has to die because it's Disney. Oh right, right. That's true. Yeah. Mo- well, Most actually, the mom. I don't. I don't typically. know. I think all the like kid characters in that game were orphans because <laughs> oh, they started <laughs> off clean. Like they never, <laughs> never saw like, parents around, they, and they, they got to yeah. chill on an island, like a yeah. far away. They island. just didn't want any baggage. It's you a know? creative process. It's like if it they're is. orphans, you don't have to worry about. Yeah, but they never mentioned. And they already have or... depth because <laughs> they already have tragedy. They never yeah. mentioned right. they were orphans. I just assumed because never saw parents and they were taken away, and no one ever goes. No, no. Sora's mom exists. What? She goes, uh, they, they reference her in the beginning. I've only played the beginning of that game like eight <laughs> times. I've never finished it. Yeah. But, but the, like when his room is empty, there's the implication that she's there. You oh, never see her though. Never gotcha. see her because parents are dumb. Is that, <laughs> is that the moral of the game? They parents are a plot yeah. device. Yeah. Yes. That's the moral yes. of the game. According to Will Smith. Yeah. Yes. According to the Fresh Prince. <laughs> parents just don't understand. They right. don't. Yeah. They don't. So is Sora's mom your favorite character? Or who is your favorite character from this game series? My favorite character from the game series is probably... Sephiroth. <laughs> um, probably Riku, honestly. Oh. And why is that? Because um, uh, I feel Riku got, like, I don't know, the... I don't want to say a curse word. The poop end of the stick. I don't Shafted. know. The bucket. The bucket end, 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 of, the end, of, the end of the stick. The bucket end of the stick. <laughs> you know, and I feel like he's the one who uh, truly went through the biggest um, kind of just arc okay. and character struggle and uh, definitely changed. While um, Sora was just kind of almost riding on his coattails looking yeah. for Riku all the time. Sora's and, like the hero and Riku's like the anti-hero. Yeah, yeah. and I feel like Riku actually had to deal with more than Sora did. Um, oh, it's so, very true. That's yeah. very true. If you yeah. play all the filler games, you can get even more of Riku. If you yeah, just let me know. I, ha- I have a game that I borrowed that I from you that you can borrow from me. Oh, yeah, you did. <laughs> I never played that. If you want. I'm like, I have all the in-betweens. I, just... <laughs> I also have a Wikipedia that you could read. <laughs> There's also a YouTube video that I can watch. Uh, I also have uh, 30,000 words of a fan fiction about, uh, that you could read. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> about Riku and Sora's relationship. Yep. And, and Sephiroth's hair. And Sephiroth's yeah. hair. In the and the bucket. 
bucket. In the bucket, of course. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. And then finally, Joe, I saved you because, you know, we know what it is. We, we know what it is. What it's, do you think it is? It's got to be, it's gotta be the doctor. It? Can we say it? It's got to be Dr. the doctor. Mario? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. I don't, know, I don't know how to explain how I like endless games and how they just really make me happy never having an ending and being able to just continually do things that look like math over and over and over. <laughs> Statistically trying to find ways to make more points faster so I can get to a higher level at the end of something so I can tap three little letters into it and be like, hey, hey that's my high score. <laughs> There's not a lot to it. I, I don't. Uh, I don't know how to explain it. I just. It's, I just love endless games. Uh, what do you like more, the classic Doctor Mario or the new Doctor Mario? Okay, so my actual favorite Doctor Mario game is in WarioWare because it actually saves your high scores appropriately for as long as that cartridge is alive. The original Doctor Mario games never saved your high scores. Oh, really? Turn the game off, they're gone. It's gone. Wow. Boo. So live in the moment. Uh, and, right. And you know the phrase, "No clout, we out." Mm-hmm. That's Damn right. right. <laughs> Boom. Damn right. Facts. Uh, but I, I really like endless games that are uh, strategic and math filled, but they're simplistic enough to continue doing them without having to think much. It sounds silly, but I, I love Mrs. Pac-Man as well. Uh, that game is one of those like someday I'll get to the 256 kill screen kind of a thing and that'll be my, my end game. I'll never have to play the game again. But <laughs> I really like to strategically just break things and destroy. I love Tetris. Mm-hmm. I played Tetris mm-hmm. like there was no tomorrow. So I, I anything where you can just sit there and lose hours just enjoying you- watching things get mapped out. Do you remember when you saw that Dr. Mario was like beating out these other high score games? Like you play Tetris, right? And Pac-Man. What was it like? No, Dr. Mario is the one you keep coming back to. I was on a plane to Japan and I had my brand new micro uh, Game Boy with me. And I had a copy of WarioWare and I popped that sucker in there Mm -hmm. and I was like, yeah, you know what? I I could sit here and play Dr. Mario for a little while. I'll play the rest of the WarioWare games in there, too. I brought Pac-Man. I have Pokemon Pinball, which is also another game I can lose hours you to. You were prepped. Yes. I was ready. You know, we're, oh, this yeah. is a 12-hour flight. I'm ready. Smart. But this is like a half hour. I'm thinking, like, Dr. Mario is going to last a little while. The Game yeah. Boy Micro never dies. Don't get me wrong. Like that, I don't think I had to charge that thing all year still. <laughs> you know, like I'm, I'm ready. WarioWare is in the thing. Thing pops up in it. And I'm like, yeah, I pick out Dr. Wario, which is the name of what it is, okay. the joke version of it in WarioWare. Mm. And then about eight hours went by. What? Yeah. They I, the I kept looking over place. to Joe. People are and sleeping. Just... And I have got this tiny little Game Boy Micro just sitting in front of my face. Eight hours. And, and, and in case you're wondering, the Game Boy Micro, the screen is only like one and a half inches. It's like tiny. diagonally. It's like yeah. it is. It is tiny. tiny. It fits in your bucket. It's like wow. a no bigger than a Nokia 8260. Like it's a tiny thing. That's remarkable. And it was just trying to beat your score. It was just it, it was just going and going and going and like it, I love it. It, it. I I think I I think probably I spent 2 hours playing the same like it, it would never dying like I and I'll start from zero. And then I'll mm-hmm. just go. And see how far you just can go. see how far go. I can get. Usually if I goof up around 17, it's because I got greedy and I decided I was going to chance it and wait for the right blur- brick to crop down and then it'll like make eight of them go. Usually around eight strategic steps is where like I get a little greedy and then I'll lose. But mm. then I'll start over. And then, so yeah. I do have a follow-up question. What kind of degree do you think doc- like Mario has? Like he's a doctor in what? Oh, I don't know. I don't think he's good at it at all, or he wouldn't have your help. The, the internet <laughs> did point out that, that Mario hasn't been around, hasn't been an adult long enough to have a doctorate, so he definitely doesn't have a degree. Yeah, at that point. Yeah. So do you think he's just lying about his doctorate? Yes. <laughs> he's Absolutely. A he's a plumber. He's got you doing the work for him. You guys have heard it here first. Like, <laughs> right here. 
I mean, the, they there have been a couple of different incarnations of Doctor Mario, but uh, the newest one being that phone game that they that Nintendo mm-hmm. created. Yeah. It's very fun. Uh, Doctor, as soon as I got Doctor Daisy, I was like, and I'm out. I'm done. You can't get any better uh, yeah, than this. Yeah. This yeah. is it. This is my my end game. And then that game was a little bit difficult, but not you know. It's, mm-hmm. it's it, it, the one-on-one part of it was actually very fun to play with, like against another person. So you don't right. really know how mm-hmm. quickly or not quickly they're going to be doing Being things. Being able to compare scores, I, I definitely oh, made yeah. the game last longer. Yeah, yeah. it's it. and and it's interesting because uh, when I found out Joe did really love these games, mm-hmm. I was like, oh, have you ever played Bejeweled? Because it's sure. kind of like the same type of thing. Mm-hmm. I have no idea she what had that is. Still, no <laughs> idea what that was. Bejeweled oh, is fun. Yeah. Everyone says I need to it play is. this game. I it's still have sparkly. not played this game. Yeah, but mm-hmm. it's another mindless game. And I was just like, wait, what? You play all these other mindless yeah. games, but you've never played Bejeweled. But you did play the best Bejeweled uh, clone, which is uh, Zookeeper. <gasps> I love Zookeeper. I play, what? I, no. Match games are the okay. are really fun to me. It's yes. no, it's no parking game. It's let's, no let's park, let's, yeah, let's, let's be honest. Like parking yeah. jam 3D is where it's at, guys. <laughs> right. I've moved on. I'm playing Mahjong again. I'm sorry. <laughs> but I, I like awesome. games where I can just tune out, and a lot of the time it's just it's it's nice to have nothing to think about, but still be producing some sort of strategic thought process. It's fun. Right. Awesome. Yeah. Love it. That's great. And then, what's your favorite character in Doctor Mario? Though, <laughs> is it Doctor Wario? Is it one of the viruses? Who I like the it? blue virus. I think the best. Okay, yeah. I'm feeling that. Yeah, yeah. He's, that's what pops he's always in my head like too. a little more. Sh- you know, she he's shyer <laughs> than the other ones. You got the yellow one that's like, hey, 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 I've been you know creating awful, and then you got the red one that's like, well, I mean, I think I'm gonna sneeze on you, and then you got the blue one's like, I'm just sleeping over here, man. I'm just Leave sleeping. me alone. I'm just yeah. shy. I just want to be left alone. So if Mario was in charge of the COVID-19 response, <laughs> oh gosh, I'm already. Would we be better Wolf. off or worse? He'd be like a plunger in every household. Gosh, I mean, Pills. I don't. I don't want to say that maybe things could have been handled better. Would have been different. But it, it. I don't know if it would have been better or just right. Yeah, yeah. You know, more entertaining. It would have been funnier. I, I give it that. I probably would have laughed a lot more. He probably would have told you to jump on a Goomba or something instead yeah. of going and getting yeah. help. <laughs> that's that's amazing. I love Dr. Mario. And I, I, I had a feeling it was Dr. Mario. I was kind of hoping it wouldn't be. But then I'm glad that it was. <laughs> it was yeah. one of my favorites. Dr. Yeah. Mario was one of my earliest gaming memories at my grandparents' house. They had a Nintendo. And I didn't realize it until years later that I saw it. And I was like, that's the thing that the grandpa did. <laughs> yeah. And it was 100% Dr. Mario. I would like to point out that we have three couples on the podcast. And every single couple has a game that one partner likes and the other partner hates because that one partner likes it so much. <laughs> it's like a gaming couple dynamic. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Dr. Mario is the only video game that my mother's ever played. Really? She has good yeah. taste. She she absolutely hates everything else because it makes her dizzy. She tried playing Halo with my brother when he first <sighs> got oh, the game. No. And it was the funniest thing because all she all you would see on her screen was sky. Yep. That's fair. That's <laughs> that sounds accurate. No shame there. She, she couldn't get like the whole looking around thing. Uh-huh. The dual analog is hard to jump Look, into. It is. It's yeah. definitely your is. Mom, your mom doesn't sound like she's that far off. Look, okay. I yeah. tried to play Halo once too. Once and only once, <laughs> and and let me tell you what our friend he brought over his Xbox. I was yeah. like, I was like, no, the controller's too big. He goes, no, no, they made new ones. You want to play Halo with me? I'm like, no, I really don't. I, <laughs> I don't, I don't do first person shooters. He brings the thing over. He is so excited. He is so happy. He's like, we're gonna do this thing. It's gonna be great. And I'm gonna make you enjoy this game. I'm like, cool. Give me that controller. Let's do this. He had to stop standing in front of me because you could friendly fire someone. <laughs> 
<laughs> at one point, he, we're in a training mission. We have never left the first 10 minutes of the game. And he's like, could you, he, I'm, like, I'm like, okay, wait, wait, do I need to stop shooting or can we like, what, what do you want me to do? And he's like, just wait a second so it respawns me behind you. And I'm like, cool. And like, I see some trees, I'm like, you know, I'm like sh- shooting little things. And he's like, please stop doing that. That's me. That's me responding. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm out. <laughs> Halo, your mom, she's right. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Amazing. You know, I'm so glad I get to, to learn a lot about you guys and revisit some of it, but also find out new things about every single one of you. Um, and I'm sure Genevieve completely found out something new about you, Hassel. Completely. Oh, I'm sure. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> no I'm kidding, maybe. <laughs> no. But thank you guys for taking that trip down memory lane. Um, it's, it's great. It's great. All right, guys. We know what? I think that's a good catching up with you guys episode or getting to know you episode I should say we're getting to know us we're getting to yeah. know us I forgot getting about you guys you. <laughs> thank you that's exactly where I went L- Lewis that, that, Lewis Brienne okay alright all right. <laughs> uh, but yeah I think that should do it for us today for this episode be a nice nice quick hour long getting to know you episode <laughs> super Real quick swift. we're very complex people we are we absolutely are um, and so, yeah, thank you guys for joining us this week. But unfortunately, though, that is the end of this week's episode, though. But you can always find us online. To continue the conversation, you can always follow us online. Check us out on Twitter for the latest in indie game news, on Instagram for updates and silly images, on Discord for daily discussions, and on Twitch for live gaming and just chatting every day of the week. We are at Taste of Dragons everywhere, and we'd love to hear from you. Absolutely. And we do have a Jembeeb this week. It is Jembeeb herself actually being on this episode, y'all. the best. Our comment of the week is everything that Jembeeb said today. Exactly. Absolutely. That's exactly what it is. Um, So thank you guys for joining us, uh, for being with us, driving down, taking the time. We're all together. I can't believe it still. It's amazing. Uh, But yeah, that will do it for this week's episode. As always, my name is Brian. My name is Troy. I'm Amanda. I'm Lewis. I'm Hassel. I'm Genevieve. And I'm Joe. And we are The Taste of Dragons. Have a great week, everyone. We're back. We're back. We back. You are here this time. I can't just I can't just turn the screen off. Now, now, get out of my room. Taste of Dragons Gaming Podcast, a podcast for everyone's day.